Welcome everybody back to Dong City, June 9th, 2021 edition. Hold on. I'm getting some feedback here. Sorry about that. Like I was saying, June 9th, 2021 edition, episode 63, the Raphael Betancourt. I couldn't find anybody better than Raphael Betancourt that wore 63 for such a long time. So here we are. As you can tell, we have Melvin subbing for Vince this week. I think Vince is on a boat somewhere just, just bullshitting and... and doing god knows what but he ain't here and, and so we have melvin sending for him melvin how you doing today hey how y'all doing today i'm coming fresh off of a uh a cubs win okay they won a series you know uh in san diego I, it's never easy uh so um eight games have, have, uh, so there, there, there's still hope there i'm wearing the vintage 1929 shirt today so i'm wearing the vintage Dong City inaugural T-shirt is what I'm wearing. <laughs> so yeah, so you know we got a few things to talk about today. Uh, I, I don't think we we have to start anywhere. You know, the, the, we could just start fresh. You know, Josh Donaldson throwing everybody under the bus. Um, you know, he named Garrett Cole in the cheating scam, not the cheating scam. I'm sorry, the uh, sticky substance scandal. I guess we'll call it. And, you know, he mentioned Garrett Cole by name. He mentioned he has videos of other players. And, you know, uh, Ken Davidoff from, uh, I think he's with the Post these days. He and he asked Garrett Cole a question yesterday, and this was Garrett Cole's response. got audio rod i don't know i i i don't know if uh i don't know quite i don't quite know how to answer that to be honest um i mean there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players from the last generation of players to this generation of players and um you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I stood pretty, stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. This is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so, if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction. That was an absolutely brutal, brutal response. If there was the worst way you could answer it, that was it. That was just just horrific. Um, yeah. Got cut off guard. He tried to clean it up toward the end, which I think he was doing better at. Um, but but that response was just absolutely atrocious. I think, and I promise, I promised Vince that as part of my agreement to be here today was that I was going to be very rough on the Yankees, and I shall be in due time. Uh, but among all the people that should lose their job in the Yankee organization, there's a lot of people that are going to, I'm going to declare right now that should lose their job in their Yankee organization among all these people should be a PR manager or person in that organization. 
somebody in PR or in, in, in PR should be getting fired for sending this player that has no idea how to respond to these New York media questions out, out there into the wolves. I mean, this is a scandal, okay? It's a scandal. And you just sent a, a very unassuming guy out there in the middle of the New York media that's, in the, that's been mentioned by name by a former MVP. And so somebody should have prepared Cole a little better. I'm going to say agree. this. I agree. Somebody in the New York Yankee PR staff that's in charge of media relations should have prepared Cole better to respond. Now, listen, what did Donaldson say? Let me ask you a question. Did Donaldson say something we didn't know? He didn't. I don't even know why Josh Donaldson is even bringing this up when they're in the middle of a, you know, bargain. I, I, I compare this to the guy that walks around saying, you know, wrestling's fake, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I compare it to, to this kind of people. That's how annoyed I am. Oh, okay, Donaldson, now, now what? Yeah, there was no okay, reason for this. Uh, to your point, I think the Yankees did a poor job at making him prepared for this. I will say this. The guy who does PR for the Yankees is excellent. His name is Jason Zillow. Um, he's among the best. So I don't think he should be fired because this guy, he's handled, he handled the A-Rod crisis. I don't know if you remember that in spring training. Jason Zillow was on top of the game, but they, the Yankees dropped the ball here. This guy's got to be prepared. You know this is out there. You know the possibility of the question uh, will be well, asked. You know what? It rolls downhill. It rolls downhill, but somebody needs to be held accountable. If not nope. him because he's got a good cushion, then you know what happens. It rolls downhill, but somebody needs to be held accountable for this. You know what this reminds me of? That was a major blunder. That was a major PR blunder. You know what this reminds me of, Melvin? It reminds me of this. Can you see it? Uh-huh. Listen to this. Do you ever have dreams that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything that's what that's what you know uh Garrett Cole sounded like to me <laughs> and I, I just when I heard him talk I literally thought of this little kid because anytime somebody stutters this is the kid that I think about and as soon as that happened, I said, this is what the fuck Garrett Cole sounds like. Horrible, it, horrible. It was terrible, man. terrible, terribly handled. This guy was not ready. And and you know what? Trevor Bauer better get ready. But you know Trevor Bauer's got a bigger mouth. So he's you know, going That's the problem. It all started with Trevor Bauer basically tempting fate here and, and, and telling people, you know, hey, you know, he was taunting people in the offseason. And this is what you get. You, you know, you get un, unintended circumstances. And this is what you get here. You get Trevor Bauer, who's got a big mouth, who said all these things, and he's taunting play. I get he's having fun. I like when he's having fun. But sometimes he talks too much, and this is the repercussions of it. You okay, so, so now that the cat's out of the bag, my question is, now they're talking about enforcing this. Yeah. And I see one of these things that's good in theory. Don't get me wrong. This is a good thing in theory. But I don't see a reason why. And I and I wrote I wrote about this in the in the in the chat not in the chat in the page the other day i don't see a reason why we can't come together between the C and, and during the next cba the owners and the players and come up with one substance that's approved by everybody because guess what it it's always been happened it's always happened it will continue happening i mean you cannot I, you can't tell me i can't wear sunscreen well what happens when i when i sweat well there you go there it goes uh, what's his name ryan Dempster was talking about Here's the that problem already. Here's a problem with that. Right now, we're in such a weird place with MLB and with the Players Association that 
everything has become a negotiation. Even something as simple as the DH. The DH, everyone can admit, is good for the game. Forget about whether you like it or not. The DH is good for baseball. Good for baseball. Players, it's better to players see get another eight, job. Nine hitters than eight hitters. I agree. Owners get the owners get the offense they seek. Fans get the offense they seek. You put the universal DH, everybody wins. But what happens is we're in this space where everything is a negotiation now for the new CBA that you, you can't even get something as simple as universal DH pass. You can't get something like the shift. I'm a pro, I love the shift, but I understand getting rid of it. You want to increase defenses. I, I mean, offense. I get it. I'm a, I'm a fan. You want to immediately do it? No, instead, baseball doctors the baseball. What's this, three years in a row we have a different baseball? And three years. I, I think I have a new man crush, and he is in New York, but he's not on the Yankees. He is on the Mets. Now, the reason I say that is because Pete Alonso, who is a third-year player, he's only a third-year player. He's the player rep for the Mets on the Union. Pete Alonso had one of the best responses that I've heard in a long time about this whole situation. Rob, you got that video queued up? Here's Pete Alonso's response to this whole thing when he was asked a question yesterday. Make sure the audio is on. That the, the biggest concern is that uh, Major League Baseball manipulates the baseballs year in and year out, depending on free agency class or guys being in an advanced uh, part of their arbitration. So I do think that's a big issue. Um, the ball being different every single year with other sports, the ball's the same, like basketball, football, tennis, golf, like ball's the same. So I think that that's the, that's the real issue with uh, the changing of the baseballs. And maybe if they didn't, the league didn't change the baseball pitchers wouldn't need to use as much sticky stuff because uh, for guys that feel the ball and throw the ball every single day and for it to change every single year, it's not fair to the people who are, using it every single day and throwing it. So for me, I, I would rather them have, um, have. To and he's right. Yeah. It stops there. He's right. So, Everything so, he said is right. Third year player. Peter Alonso is the person that makes the most sense in this whole situation. Absolutely. But how do we then one substance for everybody that everybody agrees upon because that the pitchers are not, that the batters know, like most of the batters, I mean, This, this is my problem, and, and I have no problem with Donaldson saying what he did. I mean, but every batter knows that this is out there. I mean, there's very few people complaining about, you know, about this that's, that's involved from within. All this is from a spectator viewpoint. People are bored because they, so they want to see the ball and play more. This is, the, this is the crux of the subject here. This is not about production. This is not about good baseball. This is not about good management. This is not about good stats. This is about increasing viewership. That's, yeah. that's all this is about. So, okay, so let's agree. One substance, everybody's happy. Everybody agrees with it. I remember going to winter ball back in the island, and people would, the coaches would sit out and start rubbing the baseballs and start, you know, start messing with them and start doctoring them. It's been happening. You have a bag It's of rosin. Secret. You have a bag of rosin right behind the mouth for that very reason. Right behind the mouth. So what does that become when, when you when you when you mix it with sweat? Why is the purpose is not to just keep your hands dry, people? This is just that is not the only reason that's there for. Okay. So I mean, what are you gonna tell me? Are you gonna now 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 that you open that? Now that you opened that box, how far do you go? I got a baseball signed by Gaylord Perry. You want to talk about what he used? Or, I mean, come on. Uh, We're addressing like said, this a century too late. We might as well just 
legislated one substance for everybody and and then everybody wins and then we move on because I mean we're still talking about replay 10 years later so they're putting sprinkles on shit and they're calling it an ice cream cone is what the, the owners are doing and like I said before you have owners and players butting heads you can almost guarantee that there's going to be a lockout next season I guarantee you there's going to be a lockout. There's going to be a worst offense. It's, it's definitely, I mean. And, and I think, and, I know, think the sport needs it because while the sport is, is very unpopular these days, it's generating money. It will always generate money. The people that love baseball love baseball. They will buy tickets. They will buy merch. They will buy a concession. They're going to, they're going to go to games. They will and the TV play. deals are locked in for right. 20 years. So, so. MLB revenue-wise has no problem. MLB has an identity crisis. You don't know if you want to let the kids play the game or you want to adhere to these unwritten rules and then you have the old farts versus the young crew. You know, MLB has a big, big identity crisis on their hand. Their biggest star is boring. The guys that are fun get backlash for having fun. You know, people calling Juan Soto all kinds of names because he was doing the little wiggle yesterday. Fernando Tatis has become the, the most hated player by, you know, some, some people, you know what I mean? So... MLB has a big identity crisis. They have a, a big uh, crisis with young fans. And you keep doing shit like this, you're not going to bring those fans on board. People love offense. People love showmanship. They love excitement. That's what you have to do. So this next collective bargaining agreement is going to be very, very interesting to see what's negotiated. It's going to be interesting to see what battles we have. And this might be the last you see of Tony Clark because he's been doing an absolute shit job as a Players Association president. Like he had all the leverage in the world with the COVID agreement. He had all the leverage. He has. He's going into this bargaining agreement with all the leverage. Like he is holding the DH card in his hand. If he lets that drop, I don't know what's going to happen to him. To be quite honest with you, yeah. if, if we're at least not playing with the DH by next year, if he lets that ball drop, I don't know what's going to happen to Tony Clark. Where the National League is one of only two leagues in the whole wide world that still lets the pitcher bat, and it's the pitcher can get hurt. It's not good. It's better baseball. I like it from a chess standpoint because that's how I was raised. But I understand what's better for the sport is for nine hitters to hit instead of eight and for one pitcher to pitch and just pitch, do what they do best. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I playfully shared a video of Jacob DeGrom visibly going to his belt and then going to the thumb of his glove. I was doing it tongue-in-cheek to show you that, hey, even the best pitcher in the sport does it. It turned into something else. You know, the Mets fans got defensive like always. Uh, but it, it just goes to show you that the top two pitches in the league are now going to be targets. And you can't have that if you're MLB baseball. You can't target your players when you're really the problem. So I don't like where this is headed, and I, I'd be interested to see what's going to happen. I think Garrett Cole's actually pitching tonight, so it'd be interesting to see how he pitches with all this going on. So. I know we spoke about exciting players. Something else that kind of blew up the group is I posted a picture of Fernando Tatis Jr., the MLB lightning rod, as I will call him from now on. And apparently he told Nick Zek before he signed his deal that he wants to be the next, he wants to be the Dominican Derek Jeter. Anytime you mention Derek Jeter in our group, two things happen. The Yankee fans applaud it, and the Yankee haters just eat it alive and you know what happens after that and, and this post was nothing short of that so I love Fernando Tatis I think if he becomes Derek Jeter he'd be very very happy he's already 
made the Derek Jeter money, or he will make the Derek Jeter money. His contract is locked in. So I love, 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 love that Fernando Tatis is getting people's uh, feathers bunched up here. What do you think? This, that, listen, this is the face of baseball right here, whether you like it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Right there, that dude right there is the face of the new generation. If if this was WWE, if this were WWE, this is 1999, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, that's the face of the sport, like it or not. I, I guess mean, one photo would be The Rock. Uh, the Rock, The Rock. I would say Acuna would be The Rock. You know, uh, uh, you know, and and you know what? That, that is just an indictment. We have Mike, we are in Mike Trout is John Cena, the boring white guy. <laughs> That's Mike Trout, you know. <laughs> and that is, those of you who don't know, we do sport, have a wrestling group called Wrestling Life. So you know, the sport is in the middle of having these generational talents come in, like these these type of guys that you only see once every 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 now and a while. Now here comes the here's what happens in the group when you mention Derek Derek Jeter. Oh my God. He was this defensively. He was this defensively. Okay, you know what? Take away all the defensive numbers. Does he, is he still a Hall of Famer with a zero defensive war? Is this still a Hall of Famer? The answer is yes, okay? Because on, on offensive numbers alone, he's a Hall of Famer. And what Tatis said Derek was Jeter. he wants to beat Derek Jeter because Derek Jeter transcended the sport. You know, he wants, he wants to be that, that, that next Dominican star that, 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 that crosses over. You know, he wants he – wants, he wants to transcend the sport. Like he wants the endorsement. He wants, you know, and you know, he wants to date he them. Wants to the, he wants the, to be the face of baseball. Exactly. And and you know what? I like that whole, you know, that putting on the chain and the, 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 that whole swag, because you know what? When you can back it up, you can do it all you want. When you, know, you can't back it up, like Amir Garrett, that's when you need to close your mouth and go back to watch some video. I'm going to be a Garrett guy, but I don't disagree. <laughs> but if you want to back it up, then go ahead and back it up. Back it up. So, you know, we, we mentioned, you know what I was telling about that was Derek Jeter has, has basically raised a generation of shortstops from Troy Tulowitzki. All these guys that wear number two, all these guys would say they idolize Derek Jeter. What I found interesting about that thesis statement is he specifically mentioned being the next Dominican Derek Jeter. And everyone knows while A-Rod was more talented, Jeter was the guy. And I was a little surprised that he didn't say A-Rod. And he said Derek Jeter, and I think that's pretty telling. And and that and again, that's because Jeter was the he didn't want to, he wanted, he wants to be the face of a generation. That's it. You know? Who was the one doing the commercials with Yao Ming? Like you and, and it was Derek Jeter, you know? And, and it wasn't A-Rod because it was it was Jeter was the more marketable one. That's it. It comes down to marketing, and 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 Jeter was more marketable than A Rod. It's that thing that Derek Jeter had that thing that all the women wanted to be with him, and all the men loved him. He's that charismatic that men love him, women want to love him. With A Rod, you, you know, guys rolled their eyes. Women were like, "Oh, here we go." Derek Jeter is the man, and will always be the man. A-Rod is kind of like Oscar de la Hoya, you know? Well, you know. Sure. I can see him cross-dressing. I can see it. You know? Uh, he, he's like the Oscar de la Hoya, you know, for the for the casual Mexican hardcore boxing fan. Okay, you know, he's uh, you know, but but he's not a true fighter. Like, like that's what they view Oscar as. But that's for the other podcast, you know? <laughs> I like Floyd Mayweather. 
Hey, listen. Mm. Well, let me start on that. No, this is this is this is Don City for baseball, right? There's plenty I'll, of baseball to talk. I'll always talk about Floyd Mayweather. I love him. You know what else? You know what else is coming out is Andy Martino. He wrote a book. He wrote a book about the Astros cheating scandal. <laughs> and this is this article is an excerpt from it. And it basically confirmed what we already knew, which was the Astros were cheating not just in 2017, not just in 2018, but also in 2019. Um, it goes on to tell you that other teams like the Dodgers, the Mariners, the Yankees, the Red Sox all had suspicions, all requested MLB. Um, apparently there was some warm padding in the outfield that the cameras were pushed up against. Um, previously reported the Red Sox broke some rules while the Dodgers, Cleveland Indians, and Milwaukee's were suspected of it. What this book also does is clear the Yankees of any bullshit. So all those fans that were saying, oh, the Yankees were cheating too, released the letter. The devil's in the details. The devil's in the details. So the Yankees did not cheat. It says the Yankees did not break any rules. They were careful about keeping players away from replay monitors near their dugout that they erected a barrier to prevent anyone from stopping by for a quick peek. It also says the Mariners covered up several GoPro cameras around their dugout when they were in Minute Maid Park. The Tampa Bay Rays asked MLB to be on the lookout for players wearing vibrating band-aids. We heard about the band-aid on Altuve during the 20. Yeah, not the shirt, like a no, like a no. Remember that? Exactly, exactly. Um, no, but this, and it even goes into Cameron Maven tipping off the Yankees about Houston because remember, he played for Houston. So, you know, Andy Martino's book coming out, go buy that book. I don't want to hear any shit about the Astros not cheating. Black and white listen, evidence is there. By now, if you don't know the difference, because everybody always wants to equate it with, oh, everybody has always stolen signals. Everybody has always stolen signals. Not the if same. You cannot tell the difference between me taking advantage of your carelessness, relaying signals, and me using something that you don't have any access to to gain an unfair advantage over you, then I'm sorry, but I don't know what else to tell you. If you cannot tell the difference between the two. They have flashlights. They had cameras. They had... Apple that is an unfair advantage that the opposition doesn't have any any any, yeah. any equal access to. It is Tapping an unfair advantage, but I don't want to hear it. It's egregious, and I, I think if this were another team, the backlash would be different. If this were the Cubs, oh, for the first time in, in 108 years, uh, they did this. So that, uh, it really doesn't count, say, in St. Louis, right? It doesn't count. It's still 112, you know, or whatever. So let's take a look around the league. Let's start with All the, right, let's go. Let's start with the AL East, which this week's first place occupant is the Tampa Bay Rays. Hmm. Hot. They're hot again. They're 7-3 and three in the last 10. Boston is 6-4. and four. The Yankees are sucking win at 3-7. and seven. Blue Jays are five and five, and the Orioles are in last place with five and five. You know the Yankees are at a zero run differential right now. I don't know who these guys are. I don't know the identity. There's talks about the Yankees becoming sellers at the deadline, which call me crazy. I understand it, and I almost agree with it at this point. The Yankees are playing like a 500 ball club all season. The Yankees played like a 500 ball club last season. You know what? If you can capitalize on some of those assets and reload just for next year. You might have to do that. But, but you know what? Clearly, here's the problem with the Yankees right here. The problem with the Yankees is that they have a, they have a bunch of chickens that are acting like – they have a bunch of chickens that are acting like sheep, 
And the problem is that you know why and you don't do anything about it, okay? You know what you got. You know what DJ LeMahieu, you, you got there. You know what you got. And, 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 and I'm sorry, uh, what are you going to get back from Glaber for Glaber Torres? It's not going to be premium. So enough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Glaber. I wouldn't get rid of Glaber unless I'm getting, you know, premium back. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. You, you, you're going to get something, but you're not going to get top dollar for him at this at I'm, this. I'm moment. trading guys like Luke Boyd. I'm Boyd should have been gone a long time ago. I'm trading guys like Luke Boyd. And, and what I can get from Andujar. I, I see a lot of people st- telling me this. Every time you or Vince or, or whomever else calls Boone into question, oh, it's the players, it's the players. I'm sorry. Uh, when Zen, I, even I know, even I know from over here, from my from my cave right here with Hulk and, and Iron Man, if I have first base open and and and, and Xander Bogart is coming to hit, I'm sorry, I'm going to give him the base. Who's been killing you, by the way? Who's, been, who's Sander Bogart? It's, it's one of these guys. Okay, it's one of these. It's one of these players. So why is that the players or is that the manager? Okay, the manager matters. Okay, in baseball, look at the Boston Red Sox. Look what they're doing right now. I'm sorry to tell you, Alex Cora may have fallen out of grace with me because I'm from the island and everything like that. But let's just let, let's just you know call a spade what it is. Alex Cora is one heck of a manager, and he is showing it this year. And and he is showing that if in all sports. Other than in all of the sports, but in baseball more, the manager, the intangibles of people that cannot measure matter. Okay, how how a manager talks to his players, how he, they keep control of the clubhouse, that that matters still in this age that we want to measure everything. That intangible really matters, and Alex Cora is showing that. So I'm sorry, from from Boone to Cashman, it may be a time, maybe it may be that time, and I'm sorry to tell you, to me it is that time. With Cashman, I think it's easier to move on from him. There's a simple solution. Cashman's been with the organization since he was a puppy. You keep him. That's a great baseball mind. He's going into the Hall of Fame as an executive. You promote him to the president of baseball operations, and you bring in a new GM. And you give that GM full autonomy. You get rid of fucking Aaron Boone. You got to get rid of Aaron Boone. You know, I know I know Marcus Timms, and I know Carlos Mendoza. A lot of people get, you got to go with the, you gotta let go of the coaches, too. I'm tired of Aaron Boone looking like a petulant child where you have a situation like Sunday Night Baseball, National TV, bottom of the ninth. You have this horrible, horrible strike three call on Gleyber Torres that's so egregious, everyone is losing their fucking mind. And your manager does absolutely nothing. I would have gotten thrown out. You know, you know who stood up for their players? Phil Nevin, who came back from almost dying, he literally almost died during having COVID. He caught a staph infection, lost about 30 pounds, just came back to the team that weekend. That's the guy that came out of the dugout to argue and got got booted. Him, not the manager, fucking Phil Nevin, who was like on one leg with a cane, for Christ's sake. So and 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 then the first the the first base coach ended up being the second string coach. Like they were they were the second string of coaches. Like how many other guys are gonna get thrown out before Aaron Boone goes with his guys? Yeah, because I mean, but then again, here we are talking about robot arms still, and it is this twenty twenty one. So that that leaves us into again, we're still talking about it. Why are we still talking about something that has such an easy solution? Oh, because it's a it's a it's a chip on the on the agreement, right? Sometimes the sometimes you hold on to things too long, and this is a situation where 
I think it's time for the Yankees to move on from, sorry, move on from uh, Aaron Boone and, and possibly even, you know, Brian Cashman. It might be time. I'm trying to look at the comments and I can't, I see that there's a ton of comments, but I'm not seeing them. Can you see them? Uh, no, I, I really cannot. Um, let me see. Let me try again. Anyway, I'll keep because it going. Me... I can see them on my phone for some reason. Oh, you can? There were some good comments, too. Jeter gives gift baskets. Very true. <laughs> uh, Jacob Moses with his shit. Boyd is better than Peter Alonzo. Yes, Boyd is better than Peter Alonzo. He still has no place on this team. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I, know, I know we were going around the league. I just wanted to start with the Yankees because I can't, believe I'm I can't believe I'm saying this. I think the Yankees might have to be sellers and just retool and restock that farm system with a ton of money coming off the books. Well, and and that may be it, but, I mean, you can't just do a half retool, but that doesn't work with you well, guys. We did it in 2016. We loaded up. We, we traded Chapman. We traded Andrew Miller. You know, we got some pieces back, and we were right back in the hunt the very next year. It can be done. But you have two, you have two have chips that everybody needed. We have a great core right now. Yes, you do. Yeah, that, that, that is very correct. But back in 2016, you had two chips that everybody wanted and everybody needed. And in the Cubs, in the Cubs case, they overpaid for. I would dangle Chapman again. You know what? It, it's hard to argue because we actually won. You got so. Zach Britton coming back. I would dangle Chapman. So I mean, so you 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 part ways with Chapman. Let, let's see, you part ways with Boyd. You part ways with. I mean, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do with Urshela? You spill you spill. Oh, I love Geo. Geo's proven himself. Geo stays. He's part of the foundation. He's not part of the problem. You can get rid of Andujar. He still has a ton of talent. He's starting to hit again. He's looking better in left field, believe it or not. And what's Brett Gardner still getting starts for? Like, Brett Gardner's gonna. Brett Gardner should retire already. You know. Baseball players will always tell you they're afraid of retiring one year too late and one year too soon. And Brett Gardner is a perfect example of that. That's that's. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if the Yankees are still holding to the last bit of 12, 2009 They have. I mean, next few weeks are going to be interesting for sure. They're going to be really interesting because do we have all these teams that you know when when we did the when we did the beginning of the year show they were projected to be sellers at the deadline and they were buy, and now they're buyers okay and now we have other teams that are projected to be buyers and are now trying to sell like we were we were all expecting to for the Yankees to make some tweaks and some moves but we weren't talking about them retooling and talking about get, getting rid of Glaber Torres um, on June on June 7th yeah 101 potential on that team so I want to go. I know we talked about the AL East. Let's go to the NL East because the NL East is exciting. Every oh, yeah. week we do this show, I think there's a new team in first place in the NL East. Yeah. This week it's the New York Mets. Six and four in the last ten games. You know they still got some key injuries, but they got Jacob Degrom on that team, and they they have a good offense there. They're putting things together, and they're eking out wins, man. They're winning games in, in all different types of ways. They're exciting. First place for the Mets. They are about two and a half games on the Braves. Uh. Phillies have kind of taken a nosedive this week, four and six in the last 10. The Marlins are the Marlins, and the Nationals are actually worse than the Marlins. So, Leon, I think it's time to start trading some of those people. And, and, and you two guys, you guys got to re reload up there in Washington. Well, you know what? I, I, I know a team in the NL Central that could use a guy like Scherzer. I'll, I'll tell you that. Or, you know, you want to get, get rid of him or Patrick Corbin. I know 
Uh, I, I know a team in the NL Central. Taking that Corbin contract right now. What's that? Who's taking that Corbin contract? I mean, he's. I mean, he's still got some. He's still got some. Some. Some left. Better than the Strasburg contract. I, I've taken that contract on. I think. Strasburg I think I'll take Strasburg and his contract over Corbin and his contract. I don't know, man. I mean, Strasburg. I mean, I. I don't know. I don't know that with, with Strasburg. Then again, you know, maybe he did have the 2019 season, but I mean, is he was that was that the last that was the, the last bit of left that was left in there, or you know, he's still not responding to the treatment. He's getting a little older, so I mean, let's let's move to the AL Central where the White Sox are still occupying first place, plus 90 run differential, missing two of their big bats, and they're still slugging their way to, to win the seven and three. Uh, they're killing it at home. They're 24 and 10 at home, still in first place by four games. The Cleveland Indians, I don't know what the hell they are. They're good. They're bad. They're mediocre. They're, they're just right there. Then you, you have know, the Royals, that, the Tigers, and no one expected the Twins to bring up the rear end this year. The, uh, what, happened, what happened with the Twins? I want to know, like, what happened? Like, Can't you, figure it out. You gotta, I mean, what happened to Miguel Sano? What happened to Arias? What happened Miguel to Miguel Sano has turned into the third base version of Chris Davis? And you know what? You know what? Jose Barrios is actually putting it together. He's one of the few people that's actually dealing in that in that team, uh, but he's not gonna carry the whole pitching staff. That guy is not, he is not a he's not a number one, he's not gonna carry you, but he's at least pulling his weight. I but have what happened have, to the twins. Like I have a bone to pick with Jose Barrios. I, I have a bone to pick with him. All right. He had the potential to be the greatest Puerto Rican pitcher we've ever had. That spot is currently occupied by Javi Vasquez. Javi Vasquez, yeah. I cannot wait for somebody to take that mantle as the next great Puerto Rican pitcher. We have every other position. We cannot produce pitchers. And Jose Barrios had the ceiling to be that guy. And what you're seeing is a good pitcher. He had, he has the stuff. He had the potential to be great. So, I have a bone to pick with him, man. Well, but and and you know what? He he bet on himself because I think he turned down eight years already once. Like yeah, he's he already a- like in the beginning he turned. I think it was seven or eight years. I think it was I think it was six or seven that he already turned down. And so he bet on himself, and you know I guess things didn't didn't work out. And now he's probably just gonna have to. Try to tough it out with that team. They're hey, 24 and 36, the Twins. I think they're the surprise of the first half, honestly. The, the negative surprise of the first half. I, I, told, I told Vince last week, I think we're seeing a carryover effect from 2020. I think guys are tired. They're playing with a new ball. There, there's so many variables that are happening to this 2021 20, season that it, it's just a very weird season the way it's playing out. And we're going to probably see a team that no one expected to win, win the World Series this year. And I, I guess it would be exciting. A team like the Giants, maybe? I, I don't know. Like the Gi- the Giants now, well, well, I'm, I'm talking about the Giants. Who, who They're having great seasons from Posey, Crawford, Longoria, guys that could have yeah, benefited Crawford, from the rest right. last year. Those guys could have benefited from the rest from last year. Yeah. But, uh, so... You mentioned the Crawford bounce back very, very nice. You know what? Since we're there, let's talk about the West. The, the, you know what? I want to save the West for last. I'm sorry. Let's talk about the AL West. 
where yeah. the Oakland A's are still occupying first place barely. They're holding off the Astros. The Astros can hit, man. We knew they could hit. They, they have a plus 75 run differential, and they're in second place. So. They they can hit, and they, they play a hit of ballpark. The Mariners Mariner wanna... Mariner sent Jared Kalenic back down to the minor leagues, by the way. Ooh. Wow. Uh, that's pretty big news because that guy, you know, he's still going to be the kid. He's too talented to miss. Yeah. But they, I, mean, I was surprised that they sent him back down. And, and speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of guys that have been sent back down, Kellenic from uh, from Seattle, uh, Jared Kellenic, he got got sent back down again. Yeah, hey, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, he, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, they the the kid was he had one hit in his first at bat and then went for like oh for twenty five. So I mean. I think he got called up a little too early, to be quite honest with you, because I mean, uh, but, but it was because I don't know if it was the 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 pressure that the organization felt because of the oh don't keep him down there you're manipulating his time this than the other but then again he clearly needed needed a little more time down at the down he at, looked like he was ready he was hitting 96, oh, 96. yeah slugging was one hit three yeah, he went like one for four in his first game and then he took like an over twenty like right then and right after you can't. You know, as much shit as we give them, you can't fault them for sending him back down for some constant bats and for some retooling. So, <laughs> somebody, somebody said that yeah, Garrett Cole just struck out uh, Donaldson. Just struck so. out. You know what? Let's take this opportunity to uh, to look at the scoreboard here. As I look, oh, let's do that. So you got the Yankees up on the Twins, one nothing in the bottom of the first. Braves and Phillies are tied at zero on the top of the fifth. LA and Pir- LA's up one nothing on the Pirates. That's on the bottom of the first. The Mets are beating the shit out of the Orioles, which is what they're supposed to do at Camden Yards. Top of the fifth, it's seven to one. Seven runs on eight hits. Wow, killing them. The Rockies are up on the Marlins two nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Astros up on the Red Sox five three bottom of the fifth. Brewers, uh, Brewers are losing to the Reds. The Brewers have been hot too. They're losing five. Oh to yes, the bottom. They, they have a really favorable schedule. And they have a really good team. That's they what you're supposed to by us to win. Yeah, you're I mean, supposed to beat the bad teams on your schedule. I, I hate when people use that as an, oh, they're, play, they're playing who they're supposed to play. They uh, beat who they're supposed to beat. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what? If they weren't doing it, if they weren't doing it, you'd hold it against them, right? So you have to count it for them when they do it. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, they're, beating, they're beating major league teams. That, that's have, fair uh, enough. The Rays in the National tied at three, top of the fourth. Blue Jays. Losing to the White Sox, bottom of the first. Indians up on the cards, bottom of the first, two nothing. And the Rangers beat the Giants in eleventh inning. The A's have beat the Diamondbacks. Cubs beat the Padres, and the Kansas City Royals are playing the Angels later on. I believe that is a full schedule today. Yeah, full schedule ahead of the day off tomorrow, I think. So the reason I'm uh, acting surprised is because I thought it was Monday, and it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 Wednesday, my man. But we got. We I'm got sitting gonna... here thinking, why are there so many damn games on a Monday? And it's because it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, the travel day is tomorrow, Thursday. Days tomorrow. And, uh, uh, but you know what? Uh, it, it's been a it's been a really 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 fun season, really. So uh, well, you say fun, soon. I say funky. It has not been fun for me. I'm well, you know, it's kind of like it's kinda like how was the wedding? You know, have you have you ever gone to a wedding? And that the, the wedding is fun and interesting because 
a grandma got drunk and she started, you know, dancing on top of a table. Yeah, that wedding was fun because it was interesting like that. So that's kind of like how this season has been fun. You know, it's been it's been fun, you know, and and, and the no hitter has has stopped, you know. So as I told you guys, they would. Yeah, it's going to level off. You know, we weren't going to end up with 35 no hitters. So let's but. look at the uh, the NL Central where things are interesting. I called the Brewers early in the season. They got cold. Now they got super hot. And like you said, they played, I think, their last three series were all sub-500 teams. Well, the next uh, – as of last week, the next 28 games they have were with, with sub-500 teams. So. You know what? This is, this is where they got to eat. This is where they got to get fat. They're nine and one in the last ten. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're, they're in first place in a very boring division. Yeah. Cubs That's are playing good baseball. The Cubs are in second. Uh, no, they're tied for first actually. They're tied for first after the win today. Yeah, after the win today, but the Brewers are still playing, so the Brewers still have the loss column. Yeah, one percentage right now is tied, so something will give way at the end of the year, the end of the day. Yeah. Sorry. The boring ass Cardinals are in third place. They're starting to. I mean, they're starting to feel. The no flaherty, the Goldschmidt is. I don't know what's happened to him, Henry, but Goldschmidt is is really slowed down. You know what? I will tell them. I will give you back Luke Boyd. Luke Boyd. But it's going to cost you a lot more than Giovanni Gallegos. (laughs) (laughs) You don't. You don't want jump. Give me. I'll take Flaherty off your hands. He's having a rough season. But you know what? Off your hands. Well, the Cardinals are doing well. You know, you got you got uh, a Rosarena and Patrick Wisdom, you know, but they're doing well for other teams. You know, yeah. so and Colton Wong, you we call them here. Colton Wong was a great addition to uh, to the Brewers, and, and as soon as he came back, that's when they started catching fire because he was hurt, and as soon as he came back, he, they started catching fire. So got to be one of the most underrated stars in the game, if not the most underrated. That man gets no respect. When you talk about the best middle infielders, you rarely hear his name. He's like the Xander Bogarts of second baseman. Oh, definitely. He he's you know and and he's something serious. He's he's a great he's a great defensive player. He's a plus offensive player too. It's not like he's you know hitting a buck ninety five. He Let, let's he finish for our resident pirate fan Brandy. The Pirates are twenty three and twenty six with a negative seventy seven run difference. Yes, they suck, and they will always suck. And not only can they not tag on first base, they also can't step on first base. So oh, my God. Did you see that? Keep Ryan Hayes, my man. Oh, my God. What in the world? You what, This guy is is the franchise in Pittsburgh right now. And all of a sudden, not only can you not step on first defensively, now you can't step on it offensively. He, he just – I can't believe he botched that had a home run called into an out because he and all he had to do was go back and tag and come back and come back around i mean this guy i now mean let, let, let's shoot to the west because the west is interesting to me the, the west like the nl east you know there, there's some flip-flopping going on in first place there as well in the last few weeks the giants are back in first place now the giants again i've been waiting for the giants to cool off since 2020 i thought the giants should sell their assets in 2020 and retool. They competed last year. They actually made trades at the deadline to acquire talent. They went out and they they added to the the team this year. And right now they're in first. Say what you want about the Dodgers and injuries. They're pitching with the Dodgers. They're hitting with the Dodgers. My only only question with the Giants is, and this is the only question I have with the Giants, I see 38 and 22, and that's a very fair record. Uh, Nothing against them. 
Uh, but my only my only question about the Giants is we have Posey, we have Longoria, we have uh, we have Crawford, and they're clearly overachieving by the standards of how people normally age. Now these are three very accomplished stars. Okay, I would say out of the three, I'd say Posey is the Hall of Famer. I would say, and then the other two are very solid players. Um, but uh, so, but are they overachieving? Are they due to to hit that wall? Because it's it's been a good sample size. You have sixty games last year plus what um over sixty games this year. So you have a twenty, a hundred, almost hundred thirty game sample size. That's a good sample size. I mean, maybe they're just a good team. Well, I, and 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 rightfully so. I, I'm just I'm just wondering about I'm just wondering about what what uh. If, if they just lost Longoria for, I, I think, an extended period of time, too. I think he's out for like four or five weeks, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to hurt. Who's going to step up? Like, who's next? Because that's always something that's been characterized of the of those uh, Giants teams. So who's next? Who steps up next? So somebody's going to have to pick have, that up. They have Dickerson. They have Yaz. I mean, they, they got some guys there. Well, yeah, Stramski's been, been, been really, really getting it in, so... And don't get me wrong, I, I, I love Buster Posey. Like you said, he walks into the Hall of Fame. But for selfish fantasy reasons, I'm stashing Joey Bart. So I'm going to need the Joey Bart ever to hurry up and start, please. So I can get him out of my minor league slot and put him in my <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what? He's one of the he's 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 one of the rookies that you know you, you gotta you gotta watch and see see if they, they become somebody. So no, they're, yeah, they're they're still holding down first place, but and I, and I give them credit. Everyone wrote them off last year, and, and they're doing it. And, and man, you know what? If it's not if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, the, you have the rolling with the same horses until they give you a reason not to. So you have the Dodgers and the Padres uh, fighting for second and third place, thirty five and twenty five record for the Dodgers, thirty seven twenty seven record for the Padres. Uh, look, those three teams are slugging right now. Believe it or not, the Giants actually have a bigger plus differential than the Padres. Uh, the wow. Diamondbacks and the Cardinals, I mean, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, holy shit, are these two teams horrible? Yeah, we knew we knew it was going to get ugly in the bottom of that so, division. I knew three, the Diamondbacks and everybody else, but it I wasn't. The Diamondbacks were going to be bad. I had no idea they'd be this bad. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I mean, we're talking about Arizona and Pittsburgh in the same sentence. So it's, it's brutal. It's 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 brutal what happened here. So, um, yeah, I I have it's the Giants until until somebody dethrones them. Right at, at this point, like but the way this season, I just have to get healthy and come Everybody's back. Everybody's just gonna have to eat the crow on that one because it's that simple. Until they do it, you know, uh, it is what it is. It's the, the Giants division right now. Let's talk about your Cubs. What do you think about your Cubs? Because I know the Cubs are competing they have been playing some inciting baseball this year but you guys are in a similar situation like the yankees where you got some assets you can sell off but you guys are playing so what, what as a cubs fan tell me what do you think should happen well here's here's what i see here's what i see i gave everybody the deadline of june 15 and wherever the cubs were at at that point and we kind of see now is it fair to hold a team a team's record in the West Coast alone, not really because, well, because of the way the schedule works. But what's equal is not an advantage. It's, it's fair enough, okay? But let's hold it that way, okay? Bottom line is, as long as you're up top, you can't sell. I mean, it's, that, it's just, 
I mean, as long as you're as long as you're up top, Henry, you cannot sell. I mean, what what message are you sending your ticket? No, your, I get it. You got to dip right there. You you tie for first place, so I, I get it. But if you if you dip to second place, so, I would off, say I would say I would say if you if June if if June thirtieth comes through, if June thirtieth comes through, and you're still got a solid three game hold of first place, if you're within a series, if you're a series ahead or within a series. I'm sorry, you already messed up the Brian extension. So you're just gonna have to eat eat the crow on that one. You're just gonna have to hold on to him and throw a Hail Mary, go get Scherzer, go get somebody who can pitch game one and try for one more. I mean I still think there's no way in hell they sign Brian. But I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna sell him. So they're they're not gonna sign him. I don't I don't I don't think they will. I think it would you would have to blow him out of water with a deal in order for you would have to come to get, you would have to come with 10 years or something like that. Nine you or have to years. pay him for the first two years that you jerk him. That he's going to make you pay, pay him back. And, and you know what? Say la vie, such is business. So, um, but you know, you, you can't just say business is business. And, you know, on one side of the equation, you got to see it on the other side as well. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's no way they'll sign him again. So, If you're still competing, go get some starting pitching and throw the Hail Mary and try for one more before he leaves because you cannot justify selling the MVP of the league while you're competing. That's just unheard of. You you can't do it. You, you You can make an argument that Brian is the MVP of the league right now. You can make that argument. You can. So I mean, selling the MVP while you're still within two games of the division, uh, they're gonna call for your head in, in the Tribune. They're not there because, like Austin said, the Cubs definitely need pitching. So they need pitching. Go get Scherzer. This kid Alcantara, he's been showing. But so problem with getting the problem with getting Scherzer is that you guys don't have a loaded farm already. Oh, that's, so whatever assets you would have to give up, it's further depleting what your future could look like. Yeah, you 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 don't you, we don't have as many chips. We will have to we will have to we're probably gonna have to go get a go get a guy that we're probably gonna have to go eat a little bit of that contract. So I mean, but if we want Scherzer, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come up with some assets. And I think uh, as far as you calling Chris Bryant the National League MVP, I think Ronald Acuna and Castellanos have something to say about that. Hey, what are the team? Hey, listen. Um, and then that's where I break the old friend. Okay, who's on the top? That's when you break the old the old friend. Who's up top? You see, that's the that's the it's not the equalizer. It's not, it's not the all be all. You know, too, but who's up top? Trey Turner's having an amazing season on a really really bad team. And, and you know what? And but this dude, I mean, he's getting paid in two years. Do they hold on to him? I mean, Austin has a question. He wants to know what do you think they do with uh, what have you? Can they trade him? Uh, listen, with Javi, you're getting what you're getting. So if you're willing to, he is signable. He is he is extendable. He's not. A, you better make sure you can't sign Brian before you even look his way. Okay, so before you offer pay, a, a buck to Javi, I would say, I'd say, hey, listen, let's try to get let's try to get somebody. But save your money and go after Trey Turner. I don't know because I mean, Javi. Javi's you know going to want to get paid. You know why that makes sense? The fact of the matter is that Javi's nothing but slug. Yeah. I mean, 
He's a 500 slugging guy with a 300 on base. That's who he is. And a shitload of defense. And a, and, a, and, a good, and a good defender. That's it. No, is no, that no. worth? He's a great defender. He's not is a that worth. Is that worth the 30 AAV he's looking for? I don't think so, honestly. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think anybody gives him 30. I mean, somebody, somebody's, somebody's going to give him. You don't see somebody giving him seven, seven and two ten. No way. Somebody gives him. Somebody gives him seven. Somebody I, gives him six and one eighty. Somebody's going to give him thirty eight. I, I think he gets twenty five a year. Twenty twenty five a year. I can't see twenty five on seven. Yeah, I can. I can see that. But I mean, I, I don't. I don't see Javi Baez as a 25, 25 a year guy. I'm sorry. He, I agree. He's he is who he is, you know. I don't he doesn't get he doesn't get on base enough. He'll he, and and everybody word is out low and away sliders. And you know what? He'll wake up one day and he won't chase for a week, and he'll chase them all the next week. That's too much inconsistency for the cornerstone I'd of the you, lineup. So, I tell you what, though, like you said, for the Cubs to bounce back, I wouldn't trade for guys. I just spend my money. Spend spend, yeah, spend money it. in the offseason. Spend the money. Throw money. Throw money at the problem. The cash cow. Hey, you make a shitload of money, you spend money. That's how you do it. And you know what? Um, Ricketts, I mean, he they under the, the Ricketts family, they understand that. And that, so and and Hoyer, Hoyer did say that the wallet was gonna be open here soon again. So we shall see. But if the Cubs are not, if the Cubs are competing, if the Cubs are competing, I'd say hold on to Brian and start throwing money around and see if you can get we need two pitchers. We need two top of the rotation pitchers. That's what we need. Well, we need two top of the rotation pitchers, two pitchers that can pitch games one and two. Kyle Hendricks cannot pitch game one of any series. I will trade you Jamison Tyone or Corey Kluber. You can have one of them. I'll, I'll take either one. I'll take Kluber in a second right now. I'll take Kluber in a heartbeat right now. The free agent list next year is going to look uh, pretty interesting. There's some guys like uh, Marcus Stroman hitting the market. Buster Posey's a free agent. Yeah. Club options. J.D. Martinez is a free agent. That's going to be interesting if uh, if we get, um, you know, Universal DH. Universal DH, that opens the job market for him. And, you know, that, and, and for Posey as well. Posey, you know, as much as, you know, he's a, he's a good defending catcher right now, but. Castellanos is a free agent. I did not know that. So that, that 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 was a short contract he signed with a. Or is that an opt out he has? That's a player option. So. It's a player option. Okay. He's as good as gone, I think. Yeah, Cincinnati. I mean, they didn't hold. They didn't pay Bauer. What would they pay Castellanos? It's weird. It's highlighted green, and it says there's a player option. But if you, if you go onto Sport Track, he says he's got 16 million next year, 16 and 23, and 20 and 24. Hmm. Okay, he has a player. He has an opt out at the end of this season, which you can guarantee he's going to take that. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's leading the league in batting, isn't he? Still, Castellanos oh. is good as gone. He's got yeah, a player. He's good as gone. I mean, they didn't. Again, if they wanted to, if they wanted to, if they wanted to hold on to Castellanos, they should have signed at least uh, Bauer, so they could at least show the guy that they were competing. They didn't. They didn't sign Bauer. Why would they sign Castellanos? Castellanos may look good in pinstripes. I don't know. He's as good as gone. So yeah, I think so too. Uh, so we did all the, did everything, did all the uh, leagues. Anything you want to go over? Anything you guys want to talk about? Let me know. Well, I wanted to see. I got some. I got some. Everybody got knows some, that I'm. You have some heat for us, right? What's that? 
you had some heat for us. Yeah, man, because you know I'm a I'm a collector. You know I'm a I'm a collector, and once uh, about once a year, here's what here's what me as a teacher what I do. I come in here to my little bat cave, okay, and I go and I dig into the two years prior rookies that I was saving to see which ones have hatched and which ones are showing, you know, promise and all that. So I wanted to see, show you guys some rookies from 2019 and you guys have had that data to, to look at kind of, you know, to see which way they're heading. So that way I can show you a rookie from 2019. I got the rookie card right here. They got a couple of years under their belt and you can tell me, Hey, keep it or sell it. You know, it's kind of like a take or sell, you know, to see how kind of guys guys are kind of doing here lately. Okay. So all right, so I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you a couple of guys that everybody was tracking a couple of years ago. Should I keep this one right here? I got Mister Kevin Vigio right here. He's having a really tough season this year. That's his rookie card right here, Mister Kevin Vigio, 2019 tops number 42. What we got? What we got with this dude? I'm selling that one. You selling this one? You don't think he can come back? I'm I'm, I'm selling the slap hitter. Well, he is a little older. Like he's in, he's like twenty six. About yeah, sell, sell him this guy. Okay, what about what about my man right here? We were just talking about him. This was a twenty nineteen rookie, Mike Yastrzemski. How old is Yaz? Yaz, right now he is thirty. He's in his thirty. That's what he's I thought. Right now, Yaz. No, nope. yeah, this guy right here. All right, what about my guy? Hey, hey, hey. Wait, wait, wait. You, right you showed me one. I'm just going to show you one. Go ahead. Show me. Bobichet. What are we doing? Keeper. That's what I thought, baby. Bobichet. Keeper. Keeper. <laughs> keeper. That's a 10 mid, by the way. That's a 10 mid. Keep it, bro. Keep it. Keep Bo and keep this guy right here. What we got right here? Who's this? Oh, you Who's keep. My guy? Why is that not graded? Bro, well, because there's a backlog. There's a huge backlog, by the way. There's a huge backlog, like unless it's a premium service, which means a card over five thousand dollars in, in book value, they're not gonna grade it because they gotta catch up from from the from the hope from the from the spike that they've gotten on the hobby. Hey, I'm gonna show you a guy right here. You tell me about this guy right here. All right, I got this Chrome card right here. A lot of people <laughs> I gotta read Leon's comment. Measuring contest on Dog City. Vince will love this. <laughs> hey, what about this dude right here? Who you got? Who's that? Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. I got something for you. Also, Pete Alonso. So, buy or sell. What we got? What we got? I'm keeping the polar bear. Yeah, I'm keeping this. A lot of people after, were after worried his, about this no, guy last year. I'm still worried about him. I don't think he's going to do what he did his rookie season. But Pete Alonso, he's my new favorite guy because of what he did on that microphone today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 kind of like he kind of like called it in. He called he called it in. Hey, I got a Yankee for you. Will you gonna tell me about this dude right here? You got you got Tyra Estrada. What you got? He's not a Yankee anymore. What, what, what happened to him? What do I do with I wish, him? I wish I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it, but I'm telling you, the Yankees should not have traded him. No, that's right. That that that. I, I got a Yankee for you. Yeah, go ahead. Tell show me who you got. Yeah, I got the Yankee. Jason, the Martian baby. Jason Dominguez. I got, I got Everybody's, a. Hey, listen, I, I, they're saying that if if, if 
the reason they're talking about selling Glaber is because they're talking about, you know, this is going to be the next dude right here. Yeah, so, they're putting him in center field. Center field. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question. I'm well, going to. That's I'm the other one I was looking for. I'm going to show you a, his back. His Backstreet Boy pose. That's 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 Jason too. That's kind of like that's kind of like the Manny uh, that he kind of looks like Flex Cavana when the, yep. the Rock was Flex Cavana, you know, the, with a little with a little man pack and everything. So, have you given up on these guys yet? Let me let me uh, let me show you a couple of guys that were hot in 2019. And have you have you given up on these guys yet? Have you given up on Carter Keyboom? Uh, he was not, supposed to take over for Anthony Rendon. He's that was the reason they did not. That's the reason they didn't extend Rendon. I'm gonna say keep him for now. Okay, you know he's in he's in AAA right now. His OPS in 758 in AAA, age 25. I know it's it's tough. So this is the reason why I don't know if Jacob or, or Leon are, is watching. This is the this is the reason why Rendon was not signed. That is why right now that seems here. like a boon-headed move. So. We shall, we shall see. What about this dude right here? Kinda, I, I think see. I think if you're a Nats fan, you got to keep him by default. <laughs> that's, that's low. <laughs> what, what happened to my man right here with the Twins, Luis Arias? I mean, I know he's been hurt and everything, but... Asura. Afuera. 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 He's having a good I, year, though. He, ha he did have that... He did have that that season, but what about my man, uh, Corbin Burns right here, 2019? He's killing it, man. You keep that, man. That's we got to keep this one, bro. This guy is setting records, man. He's killing it. But is he going to be affected by this whole new movement? I don't think so because he's a younger guy and there's not, no, there's not no. enough incriminating stuff, you know, for him. It depends. I'm sure baseball will change the fucking baseball again. Which is which brings us back to what Alonso was saying, right? So my guy right here, let me hey hey this is this is for all my Angels fans because I try I tried to put a couple of guys right here, uh, the, uh of some of the viewers that we always have. Look, what about David Fletcher, man? Come on, that guy got extended, bro. What we got with this dude? No. <laughs> Afuera. Afuera, man. Hey, look, Cubs fans, they're in love with this dude right here, Patrick Wisdom. Oof. Hey, that's the new that's the new David Bodie in town. You'll see him in a couple of weeks. But hey, setting like all social records and uh, player of the week right here. Looks like a big dude. Another former Cardinal, by the way, that's thriving somewhere else. So, what else you got? So, what about this dude? Are you ready to? Uh, are you ready to? Are you ready to? To uh, I, I got some stuff for you too here, by the way, to go through. Bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. All right. What are we doing about this guy? Last year's rookie of the league. Rookie of the year. Kyle, Kyle Lewis. Lewis. You know what? Hold on to it for now, but isn't he like 25? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so put it put it with the Yastrzemski pile, you know? Just maybe I don't know. I, I, I think I'd rather have Kyle Lewis a hell of a lot more than I would he has. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's he's coming out of injury, and then he played a little bit. Didn't seem that great, and he's injured again. What we think, Gavin about Lux? The, what we think about the future in LA? Gavin Lux. Hey, listen, he's been given the chance, though. I mean, the, he's, the, he's the reason they're going to let go of Seager, right? 
hey, listen, he's been given the chance. I don't want to hear that he hasn't been given the chance. Second base was his for the taking. Okay, and and I got I got three babies here, rated nine mint, nine uh -huh. and a half gem mint, and a ten gem mint. Okay, so let's start from lowest to highest. This is a nine mint. The face of baseball. Ooh, Tatis Junior, Papa. That dude. I have dude. who should be the face of baseball. So this dude right here, I tell you. There you go. That's, that's that's the dude. That's this the man. Nine and a half gem mint. Ready? Bring it. Wander. Wander Franco. Wander Franco. Yeah. We may. I thought we were gonna see him this year. Who knows? But you know what? You know what? I I was listening to the Rays uh, commenting the other day, and you know he he's only twenty years old. We've been hearing about this kid for a couple of years. I thought this kid was 22, 23. This kid's only twenty years old. Like. You ready? You ready for my my ten gem mint? Bring it, Luis Robert. Can you see it? Did I lose Melvin? Rob, you still there? Hey Henry, you froze. You we lost Henry. Yeah, oh, there We're you good. go. He's back. Okay. He's back. Okay. I was saying this is a rated ten gem mint, Luis Robert. Luis Robert. Bro, that's all my heat right now. Hey, what about this dude right here? What do you think about him? Madrigal. Keep her go. If you like slap hitters, you keep him. Yeah, slap. I mean, he's got value, huh? I mean, he's got value. He's got value. I mean, he's a comment that probably has no value. Who's that? Uh, it's just this is Javi Baez actually wearing Roberto Clemente's jacket. This is actually Roberto Clemente's jacket from the museum. Wow. We had Dwayne on. I don't know if you ever saw the episode where we had Dwayne Reader, the curator of the Clemente Museum. Yeah. And I've gone there many times. I tell people all the time. This is actually a card from the All-Star game that was held in Pittsburgh. And Javi begged Dwayne to wear the jacket. It was a perfect fit. So his frame was about the same as Clemente. And he wore it on TV for the All-Star game. That's what's up, man. I tell you, man. That's what that's what it's all about, man. Cops made a card out of it, which credit to them. This is a pretty badass card. Probably has no value, but I'll always keep this in my collection. It's 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 plenty valuable, man. Like I said, this is this this should only be done for the kids. You know, this is this is what this is for for collecting issues. This is not this should not be uh you know the same the same used car sales. You know, this is this is for the kids. You know, so. And uh, I think Rob just said that Stan hit a three-run home run, but his exact words were, oh, my God. So I didn't see the home run, but I'm going to look up the stats. It was 423 feet. Not bad. Oh, Otani. Did you see the home run that Otani hit yesterday? Yes, I did. It was 430, like, unreal. 477 or so. 77, like, unreal. This kid is the truth, man. Hey, you know what? I, I, I was gonna I was gonna throw another name at you, and you know what? Uh, a, a guy that did really well last year, and this year I don't know what happened to him. What do I do with him? Alec Bohm. You keep him. I like Bohm. He's got the look. You keep him. He's got the look. He's got the Chris Bryant look. I like Bohm. But I'm gonna keep this dude because he's got. I mean, he's gotta fix something in his swing. He's not slugging as much as as a guy his size should be slugging. You brought up Alec Bowman. It's 
brought the Phillies. I got a random, random question. Where does Joe Girardi end up next year? Where does Joe Girardi what? Where does he end up? After after this? I, I don't I think Joe Girardi's gone after the season. You know what? I would love for nothing for him to come back home. But back to the Yankees? I like that. No, back home. <laughs> back home. <laughs> but you know what? What are y'all gonna lose? I mean, I don't want to do that. To, I don't want to do Rossi that way because David Ross has done a pretty yeah. decent job with the Cubs. David Ross, that'd be a public relations nightmare if you guys got rid of Ross. Right? Yeah, no, David Ross is staying for for the time for the time being. He's staying. Brian Cashman would not want the egg on his face by bringing back uh, Girardi. He's not. No, that's why. And and you know what? That's why. That's why Cashman needs to take. That's why y'all need to move on from Cashman because Girardi would make sense to bring back. It would it would make sense, but Cashman and you know what? That's why Cashman needs to y'all need to move on from Cashman. Need to move on from Boone, and you know what? Whenever Boone like, goes out there, what are these Dodger kids? Listen to me. When Aaron Boone goes, I will personally drive his ass wherever he's being sent to, and on that drive, I will recite. Every freaking boon-headed play that he's made, every call, every bad lineup, every shitty bullpen decision, I will do that the entire ride. So it could be a cross-country trip, and I probably still have ammo left to throw at him when I'm done. Listen, I I, I get it. It's got it's frustrating, and, and and you think to yourself because you bring these things up in the group, and I was like, you're like. There's got to be a reason why this person is not doing this because if I'm a casual fan and I see this, why is this person not doing this? Like, I've never found an answer to that question. Like, when he did not walk down the Bogart chin, that is just something academics like ridiculous. Like, what in the world? Yeah, you were mad about the you were mad about the previous play and the previous call and all that, but. I mean, if you're going to stay in the game, then get engaged in the game. Don't stay in the game. Don't not get thrown out. And so if you're going to stay in the game and not get thrown out and stay in the game, then manage. Do you remember when he had that epic savage in the box? Where the fuck is that animal? I don't get it. He, he frustrates the hell out of me, man. I, I, right, y'all are what, 31 name. and 30? I hear his name and I want to throw a bottle at him or something. What are y'all, 31 and 30 now? Uh, No, I... I think we're better than 32 and 29, I believe. 32 and 29. We'll be 30 home 29. after today. By the way, I got that home run ready if you want to, if you want to see it. Yeah, why not? Let's, you got let's your, go. Got your dong ready. Stanton. It's that in the air to center field. And wow, watch it fly. Uh, The three-run homer is a tool again for the Bombers. Nice, nice, nice. I like it. We need all the offense we can get. That, that was a like pretty deep, deep centered, like like the up like that deck area where people were just like watching the game. That's pretty far. <laughs> There's an old adage in baseball: home runs are great deodorant. And when you're not hitting and you can hit home runs, they, they, you know, they clean up some of the funk that your team has. And we have the ability to have a lot of deodorant because we have some shitty hitters right now. And, and you know what? They are contagious, too. Like when, when, 
when people are hitting, it just it gets contagious in a, in a. Well, I think that's that's it for today's show. Melvin, thank you so so much for for filling in, even though you were kind of the unofficial third host <laughs> at this point. I hold the record, right? Kind of like kind of like Randy, you know, Randy the horn that had the record. I own the record, so. But uh, as we always let you guys know, we have a slate of wonderful life groups podcasts. Tuesday, we have the Audible with Randy and Matt. Football Life presents the Audible. If you're not in Football Life, get your ass in Football Life. Wednesday, we have us, so we're not doing Wednesday. Tennessee Titans, and they get, who do they get? Julio. Julio Jones. I wanted him for the Niners, but I get it for Tennessee. Julio. Thursday, Workshoot Wrestling Podcast. If you're not in Wrestling Life, get your ass in Wrestling Life. Corey and Jason. Friday, the step back, because Vince always butchers this. Friday, 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 the step back with Leon and Jacob, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you're not in basketball life, get your ass in basketball life. Sunday morning, you want fantasy fantasy baseball? Sunday morning's your show. Total bases with Felipe and Sean. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you in the comments section. Melvin, thank you again. You guys already know, Dog City bitches. <laughs>